gentlemen and ladies, brothers and sisters, people, whoever you are and wherever you are, welcome to the Truth Prescription Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sekou Gavis, and each week I interview successful people from around the world and discuss how accepting the truth can propel your career and help you live a life of gusto and purpose. No mantras, no gimmicks, just the truth. So close your eyes and open your ears, and let's get into this. Come on. Good people, welcome back to the Truth Description, episode number 32, season 2. Hope everybody out there is doing great. Today I have a fantastic show for you. Now, usually we talk to one person and we get their uh, idea about what truth is, the truth based on the information they've gleaned from their lives and their life experiences. But today we're actually going to uh, interview an, an approach, a way of life, uh, a science, a philosophy. And we're going to do that by interviewing two individuals who have been uh, in involved in this way of life, both for a little over 20 years and something that I've also experienced myself that I've been in the same uh, institute or the same school uh, for nine years now, but clearly they have more uh, seniority and are, are more uh, adept at explaining and communicating <laughs> these concepts to the people. So uh, Carol Reardon and David Owens, welcome. And so let's, I'm, I'm just going to give a little bit of background on, um, on this philosophy, this way of life, uh, hermeticism. Uh, the School of Hermetic Philosophy was founded in 1970 by Dr. Dario Salas-Somer, who just recently transitioned. Um, but back then it was one school in Chile. And now we have, there's over 10 branches all over the world, United States, Chile, Venezuela, Spain, Russia, Portugal, Italy, Colombia, Argentina. And so today we're going to talk to uh, two members of the New York branch um, who have, you know, again, been in the school for over 20 years. Carol's been in the school 23 years, David, uh, 22. And on July the 14th, they're going to be having a seminar uh, here in New York City. And w- and so the title is How Men and Women Can Evolve is 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 the, is the title. And uh, let, let's, you know, what I want to start here. Because, you know, you hear about this concept of a school, right? We all know what a school is. We've all been to school. Um, talk about both David and Carol. What, you know, in your estimation, what is it? Just talk about the concept of a school and then how IHP, Institute for Medical Philosophy, is different from other traditional schools. Sure. So, well, traditional schools. Um, I mean, in my mind, traditional schools have to do with going to class, doing homework, listening to the teacher, getting your homework assignment done, and then discussing in class. Um, that's something that we uh, do. Um, however, <laughs> this is really the school of, of life. Um, it is a very practical school versus where there are schools you um, memorize information and spew it out for tests just so you can pass a course. This um, school of hermetic philosophy is really an opportunity to learn about yourself, um, to dig beneath the personality, the trappings of everything that um, we've acquired in our life from our parents' education, advertising, um, to, to understand that beneath these layers of um, 
of ways of being that we've learned through socializing and education and, again, through our parents. Um, Underneath that is our true essence and the divine spark that has been given to each of us um, by God or by the higher being. I mean, everyone has their own understanding, um, beliefs, practices, and um, what we um, practice is um, life in in its very essence of um, understanding who we are beneath the fears, um, the judgments, um, who we think we should be or or our expectations. And um, we have people in our school um, from every walk of life, every culture, every religion is represented um, because this is not necessarily a religion. It is an opportunity to understand who we truly, truly are and came to this world in this life to be. And um, in the way we do the work uh, within a group setting, it's a very safe, trusting environment. And we come to realize that we're all so similar and by uh, by being mirrors for each other and being brave and digging in and being honest as much as possible, we help each other um, to really grow and and learn about ourselves because we realize we're so alike and we have so many of the same fears and so many life goals that are similar, whether we're men, whether we're women, whether we're white, whether we're black, whether we're Jewish, Christian, Hindu, Muslim. And so this is a, a, a work that is so inclusive. It's not exclusive in any way. So that's a, that's a start. <laughs> <laughs> David, David, I'll repeat the question. What is a school and how is IHP different from other traditional schools? Well, um, also there are other branches that I don't know if you mentioned Bulgaria and Russia as well. Okay. Um, I did say Russia. But... And Italy. Oh yeah. Okay. Bulgar- and, Bulgaria and, and, and Italy. Italy. I said Italy. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know, the earth is a school, really. <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to see how how we look at schools in the traditional sense or as people generally have come to understand schools are based on the traditional esoteric schools of which IHP is in a deeper level as you start to go deeper within. Now, when you say because everybody doesn't know what when you say esoteric school, explain that. Esoteric, I guess you would say, a hidden knowledge. And, and usually once you open that, that's, there's a whole Pandora's box there because so many words have been tossed out now and there's so much information out there. And I guess that's part of the challenge. I mean, and that's what uh, uh, the school that we think of now, that's what it deals in, in information of remembering and of just really just utilizing only one part, which is our brain. Yeah. Uh, but in this school, we learn a lot of other things that there's there's other parts to us, other intelligences and how to cultivate that. And then how does that go into another part of us that's even deeper, which is our spirit or essence, as Carol had referred to, which is really a gift that has been given to us by the divine. Uh, and it's something that connects us and is, is unlimited and cosmic. Um, and those sound like fantastic new agey words, but it <laughs> really is practical, practical because there is something in us that's deeper than what we just see with our eyes or what we feel or touch. There's something a lot more diff- um, different there that we need to cultivate. Sure. And as we start to cultivate that, that gives our lives the meaning and answers that question of why are we here? Who are we? And usually school, as we come to know it, public school, first grade, second grade, doesn't answer that question. No, this is not. This I talk about that all the time. <laughs> right. This, <laughs> this can help you answer that question okay. and give you um, a fulfillment that can create happiness and peace and, and serenity within. 
Okay. Okay. Excellent. So you guys um, are going to do a workshop coming up. Um, just talk about workshops in general in terms of what you try to communicate during the workshop. You know, what should people expect? Why should they come? Who should come? First off, it's open to everyone. Anyone who is human. <laughs> <laughs> human being. Human being. And what we're trying to convey is, is people to kind of, you know, get the wool from pulled over their eyes in, in terms of to see with a, with a deeper sense yeah. of, of what is out there and why, really, why we are here. Yeah. And um, to really go deeper in looking at maybe some of the challenges or troubles or how we view the world and how maybe we're fixed with looking at things with information that may be just incorrect or incomplete. Mm. And how do you get past that? And <laughs> do you have the courage to get past that? Because there's so many things in us that even though we want a better life, uh, usually we're frightened to take those steps, yeah. you know, it, it, cause it, it goes uh, against our tradition. It goes against quote unquote, our beliefs. Yeah. Yet we're unhappy mm. uh, or struggling in this particular area. Yeah. And one of the things I love about this work is it's, it is a truth that is so deep that no matter where your entry point is, it's going to change your life. Okay. No matter where you can talk about relationships, it all ultimately, you know, it could talk about money. It could be anything. Ultimately, all is going to come back to you. Yeah. And where are you? And as you start to really uncover those elements within yourself, um, it's great to get to see a whole nother world. And, and my last point is, you know, people think these are inherent things that we have, these abilities to ask these questions and do something about it. But no, it's our capabilities are very much latent. And mm. these are skills that we have to learn and practice. Yes. And um, it, it takes courage to, to, to do that because <laughs> it can be very challenging and frightening, yeah. but it's so rewarding when you do. And the questions to even ask, um, to even ask these questions, they're not a given. It's easy to go through life asleep or, or programmed, something else controlling you, be it tradition or your family or whatever. It's easy to go through life that way. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to ask these questions within and it's not a given that people will yeah no, that's true true okay all right yeah but, uh, if i could um, sure. just add a, few, add a few things sure um so the the workshop itself is really a taste of what we do in the institute for hermetic philosophy so typically it's two and a half hours and we take people through um an experience that allow that's very experiential there are exercises there are discussions and as like with anything, the more you put in, you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. So any person who does attend the workshop, it's up to them to walk out of there with really some gifts for themselves. But I mean, this is a spiritual school and spirituality is really about taking responsibility for your happiness, being uh, responsible for your level of awareness where you are now in your life and and giving you the tools to raise your level of awareness, your level of consciousness, so that you can see where you are, accept where you are right now, and then decide what can I do, what do I want to change, what do I need to do to change and grow and evolve. But if you don't see where you are right now, you know, as David was saying, so many people are walking around just completely uh, you know, absorbed in their traditions and their beliefs and not even aware of this divine spark within within them, the the true wisdom that's in there, ready to be tapped, 
And this is how what we, we do, we help people and help guide them. But the work is done by each individual. It's up to each person. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And I'd like to add, yeah, add, no, add, add some more. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, what we do is not theoretical. It's we have, uh, we practice something called operative philosophy. It's not just us telling you things and that's <laughs> it. You know, we give you a perspective and it's up to you to really utilize that perspective to go out and prove for yourself. Does this work? Do I see what they're talking about? So you mean like you'll, you will explain and give people actual things that they can do and then they can go out and test whether or not that works. Yeah. And even in that meeting, so they can get face to face and, and push up against it and yeah. see exactly what in it the is workshop. in the workshop, in the workshop, in right. the workshop. Yeah, hence, in the hence workshop. the term work, hence the term <laughs> <laughs> workshop, <laughs> workshop. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, you know, we, we want people to, to attend the workshop. So without going into too much detail, uh, Carol, let's, let me, um, have you take this question first, um, from a practical standpoint, um, you know, the workshop is about how men and women can evolve together. So from a practical standpoint, how does hermeticism teach a, a woman to be in relationship with the, with a man? Well, the first thing that hermeticism does for a woman is to help her become self-referential and help her understand um, her strengths and um, to help her see her um, mechanisms that she's put into place that is keeping her from seeing certain things or evolve in her daily life or how she's dependent on other people. And in particular, many times, of course, it's men. Um, So hermetic philosophy, when, you know, the basis for this workshop, for this work, is really to have a relationship with yourself, a true, honest understanding of yourself, with, and then you grow that. And, and the deeper you know yourself, the better you have a chance to really understand another person. And there, from there, of course, have a deeper relationship transparent relationship and men and women while we are seemingly so different there are also many similarities but the fact is that we have attributes that really complement each other but we don't necessarily see them when we're in the midst of the emotion or the friction or the upset or completely in love where we're dependent on another person to approve us and to make us happy so when we are in the midst of this work and we're really responsible for our own happiness what this work does is, is um, allows each person to recognize how we can fulfill ourselves. And, I mean, like for me, in many years, and I've been married for 24 years, and my husband is in the institute with me, we um, have an amazing relationship. But it went through a lot of ups and downs um, because there were certain experiences and situations where, like for me personally, I realized I was expecting him to fulfill me, to make me happy. And the day I realized that, because it was a day I was unhappy and I was looking at him like, you're not doing your job. I realized I'm not doing my job. I'm, he's having his same struggle with himself and I need to fulfill myself first. That was one of my, um, understandings for myself that was really a door to freedom, um, for me taking responsibility for myself. And then what do I need to do? Who am I? Who is Carol underneath all of this? What my people have told me, my father, my mother, teachers, my peers, my insecurities, my fears, um, my ego, and digging, digging deep and um, discovering where I'm hurt 
and where I'm happy and where my strengths are, allow me to fulfill myself, let go of expectations of others and of life. To, and that's really allowed me to become happy in such a way that's real and not a fake um, sense of opt- optimism or pretending to be happy or putting on a good fa- face or, or trying to be there for everybody else but myself. So, I mean, it's a, it's, some people feel like, well, would you put yourself first? That's a really selfish thing to do. But realistically, yeah, if you're not putting yourself first, you're not doing much good for other people. It's, you know, you first have to take, understand yourself, set, you know, really heal yourself and be there for others to help heal themselves, heal themselves as well. Um, but to be in a relationship with another person, especially a member of the opposite sex, somebody you're in a romantic relationship with, um, you know, you have to start by really being solid and true to yourself and responsible for your own happiness. Great. Now, David, same question for you. Um, you know, from a, from a practical standpoint, what does hermetic, hermeticism teach a man about his relationship to women in the context of this workshop that you're doing? I guess it's one of the important things hermeticism, hermeticism teaches from an energetic standpoint, what a man is and a woman is mm-hmm. and how we're um, halves of the same whole in a sense. Each of us are different, have polar components that are different, yeah. but they complement each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in hermeticism, women are am- nature's ambassadors. And as a man, how do you work with that? How do you work with nature? Uh, not only to support nature, but then to be a recipient of the bounty of which nature gives back to mm-hmm. you. And how do you work with that? How do you work with someone who's different from you and who sees the world differently? Not only just another man, but a woman who is, you know, different gender, different sex and does things completely different. And yeah. how does that help you? How does that make you grow? Um, unfortunately, in the world that we live in, that is very patriarchal, patriarchal and a little condescending. It disqualifies <laughs> women and the, and the yeah. qualities that they have. And All you see things are out of balance as a result. Yeah. And women are looked at and objectified. And here we're taught how to respect and cultivate that. So it helps both of us. Um, and in humanizing yourself and getting in touch with yourself and understanding what your fears are and how maybe, you know, from societal messages to even parental messages and your relationship with women, um, I guess doing that work and and working with that, and it's and I guess the reason I'm pausing is because it takes time. This is not something you're going to snap your fingers <laughs> two and get hours over after the workshop. Right. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> I, I guess what you it's hear right. is the pause is just thinking as I'm speaking to you, thinking of my arc mm. and, and the choices I've made. And things I was blind to, it didn't understand from, you know, being married, having a divorce, actually doing things what I thought was the correct thing, which was to have a wife, a house, a kid. Yeah. I did all those things and I was miserable. And yeah. so I also had the mistress as well <laughs> and did those things too. <laughs> Interesting. And um, I, I wasn't happy. No good, David. Bad David. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that being said, the great thing about hermeticism is you can learn from everything. And so even there's really no good or bad, so to speak. It's what do you do with it? What do you do with these life experiences? Thank you for the correction. Helpful and not helpful. Yeah. And and how do you process this? Yes. You know, and so really a hermeticist, as we say, never loses as long as he keeps his wits and his is connected to his spirit because anything is food for us to grow and evolve, which ultimately is what hermeticism in the school is about is us 
following the prime directive of growing and growing our being, growing our spirit, growing our essence. Yeah. And this workshop is to encapsulate how, how can we do that? What are some of the steps? Um, just in a nutshell to show what the work that we do on it at every second basis as, yeah. as we're awake. Every second basis. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much, that pretty much, uh, cons- uh encapsulizes, uh, hermeticism because it is a, it's not just step by step, but as you get deeper, at least for me, as I've gotten deeper and deeper into the, into the work, it's really second by second, minute by minute, second by second, you know, what's, what's happening around me, what's happening inside of me and how does that affect the, you know, the, the, the people that are, that I'm interacting with. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, it's, it's funny cause I can imagine somebody hearing this as like, my brain can't do that. And like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Your brain can do that. Your right. spirit can though. Yes. You know, there's yes. other parts of you that definitely can be there second by second. And when there's that stillness and quiet, um, you know, we, we say we all have a parrot, that part of us that judges and talks all the time. There's no yeah. stillness and quiet. Yeah. Uh, but when that gets quiet, you can feel your spirit and, and it emanates and you can feel when somebody comes from that place, mm-hmm. you know, they're a lot calmer, things slow down. Um, they're connected yeah. and they look in your eyes. And when somebody's in touch with their humanity, that allows, you know, that gives other people permission to be in touch with theirs. Yeah. Sounds like what you're saying is that this teaching can help uh, make the world a better place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one sir. person at a time. One person at a time, second by second. Yeah. One of the um, the things that I used to love about our um, our teacher, ma- ma- our master teacher that has transitioned recently, was he really focused on how this work, um, as you work on yourself as, as an individual and you become more humane, human and humane, that that helps the planet ultimately because you have more uh, loving and balanced people inhabiting it and therefore taking care of it. Um, so, yeah, I was just going to add. Yeah. I mean, once again, as um, everything is energy and vibration. Yeah. And so when people are right with themselves and vibrating with that higher uh, vibration of the spirit, yeah, uh, the planet feels that and, yeah. and it gives it back. And that's that's the symbiosis. Okay. All right. So, uh, Carol, what would you say, um, briefly, his last question, what would you say after a seminar like this, what would you recommend for, for, for folks to do after this two hour seminar? If, if they, if they, whether, whether or not the work resonated with them or the, the experience resonated with them. Well, I feel that, um, what's best is to first, I mean, when you're in the workshop, really be there and, experience as much as you can take part. Even if you're not speaking, listen, be active in your presence in the meeting. Um, try to be open to the exercises to get as much as you can so that when you do leave the workshop, whether or not you decide to come back, um, to really allow yourself to be open to anything you may have learned, especially if something leaves you with something, an uncomfortable feeling, Um, We say that friction is what really helps our spirit grow. So if there's something uncomfortable that you're feeling or you're seeing from your experience very well, that's that's the direction you need to go searching and seeking and asking yourself questions. I would definitely recommend reading some of the books, which we will be selling at the workshop. They're in many bookstores. We sell them on Amazon. And Dara has written seven or eight books that have been translated into English and many other languages. Um, but what I, I really want to point out too here is that 
well, we can be sitting here on the, and talking and theorizing all we want. What it all comes down to is always the energy. And, and David, you started to touch on it and the, and you say, Julio, about the, the energetic, uh, effect, the vibration that we have on this world by doing this work. Um, because it starts with the energy and I mean, we start with, we do start with words and explaining and understanding, but the basis for this work is energetic. And when we are truly connected to the energy of our spirit and connected to the cosmic energy of the universe, we are connected to a whole world of, of, um, wisdom and, um, and life force that we never knew existed until you start to experience it. So the exercises, again, it's experiential. It's something that like with any workout, any language, any sport, it's practice, practice, practice. And it's getting out of the head, out of those thoughts and going into the, the exercises. And this is where, yes, the homework comes into play, but it's as, you know, as, as David was saying, it's practical. So it's not memorizing, it's experiencing, learning from the experiences and continuing to come back to the energy because when we're connected to the energy, that's when we have a chance to raise our vibration, our consciousness and help ourselves and the planet and humanity. So those are just a few things I would recommend for the person who attends the workshop after they leave. Okay. Anything to add, David? Or you yeah, think definitely. Was, I know, definitely. Was, um, I, I hope really people, um, I mean, it's hard. If you don't know what you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> but I hope uh, people, we can get across to them that they really have an opportunity to change themselves and in changing and working and just really being yourself, you're actually helping the world just yeah. by being you. Yeah. But we really don't realize how much we are taught not to be ourselves in that deeper part and to live from that place. Yeah. And I, I guess... Um, similar to what sister Carol was saying is just for people to try and be open, put your beliefs to the side mm -hmm. and recognize that we don't believe in, um, coincidence. Yeah. Obviously there's a part of you that's something deeper that senses and wants something more. There's an opportunity here and I hope and pray that people can see that. And I really to make that my personal responsibility as do the people that I work with to really try and convey vibrationally and energetically that there is something here. I know for myself, um, I didn't even know I was searching uh, before I found the school. Mm. Uh, I just knew there was something out there and I was attracted to things like, um, I, I was attracted to things like the force in Star Wars, even in physics, like energy can't be created or destroyed. And these yeah. things all left impressions on me and they sounded familiar, but I just didn't know what it was. But the minute I found the school, it all made sense. Mm -hmm. it, it was like a, a code breaker for my life in a sense that it explained what I was looking for okay. and understand there's a lot more out there that I don't physically see, but there's something out there that just intrinsically spoke to me and yeah. this does it. And so I just ask people to follow that part. It's not going to make intellectual sense, but that's okay. That means you're in the right place. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, I think, I think we're good. That's all I've got. Carol and David, thank you so much for spending time with the listeners, um, giving them a little uh, insight, inroad into uh, hermetic philosophy and hermeticism here in New York City. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank I you for having it. us, Siculio. Really course. enjoyed it. And hope hope all your listeners come join us. And if not for the uh, July 14th workshop, we're going to have one in September and then one each month after that. 
If they want to learn more, they can go to lighthouseworkshops.com about the, um, the workshops um, that we'll be having. And then um, we've got, of course, I don't know, Sikuli, if you're going to talk about the website. Go ahead. Um, uh, the new website. Go ahead and tell them. Uh, well, it's um, growyourbeing.com is our website. Uh, which uh, you can learn about the different principles of hermetic philosophy, the founder, uh, Dr. Darius Hollis Summer, and as well as you know the, just the different um, opportunities that we offer for different classes for men, for women, uh, for emotions workshop, for self knowledge, so many different levels. So we'd love everyone to join us who is on the path. Perfect. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, David. And as I always say, the truth will set you free if you let it.